0: Asian Avengers, so weak, <laughs> <Asian laughs> so, so so fuckable bro, you know, whoa, whoa, there's
1: five Asian guys together.
0: And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian podcast, a podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues, no American cares about, I'm your host Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. And today is June 13th, Saturday, um, yeah, yeah. some big things popping this week on my YouTube feed, Dave fucking Chappelle just released like a new half hour thing, did you see that?
1: That was cool. It was uh, unexpected, obviously, very powerful. Um, I know he's a kind of—I mean—he's a controversial figure. That's what he does. That's why he—he he, he is who he is. But I think it was—it was interesting because he is—he um, says himself, it's like a very—it's very raw. Yeah. It's not like a comedy comedy special where you're sitting there laughing, which I think is—is is fine. I I don't I don't feel like being funny. I don't, I never feel like being funny, but like I, but like now, like, especially it's like, it's, it's not, you know, it's not like joke, joke time. So it was, it was cool, man. I, I checked it out um, and it was interesting.
0: What'd you think of it? I liked it. I mean, I liked that. Well, you know, we've been all dying. We're all comedians. You're so all fucking dying to get back on stage. It was just, every time I see one of those things, because like, p- people have been doing pop up comedy shows. So I always try to figure out like, Ooh, like what can I do to do a live show again? And they show a little bit of the process, and for him, like I mean, he lives in Ohio, which makes everything way easier. Because you know, you and I joke that to to do a live show in New York, like you and I would have to buy property, and that's yeah, yeah. and like you're only half joking because that yeah. is probably what we have to do is buy. Property really, what from. it is? But in Ohio, because you could just like go to like a farm, and like people don't care what you do. You could just I've had we, I've been to so many parties in the middle of cornfields, nobody gives a fuck. So like I think that's kind of what he did. He just like. I mean, I'm sure he paid these people, but it just seems like it was in the middle of nowhere. Social distancing was in place. People were taking temperatures. Like so that was that was kinda cool. And and you know, to your point, like, yeah, he talked about serious shit, but like I love how he can just make everything silly in an instant, you know? He's got like that Thanos power. You can just he's talking about he can. police brutality, but then like a half a second later he's talking about Candace Owen's pussy or something like that, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, he that's that's his like that's his his jam. So it was uh And it's funny, I mean, the other time I was really excited to hear, I mean, you know, what he had to say was, remember, his sort of comeback was SNL, Mm -hmm. the week that Donald Trump won the election. Right, right. Right, and that set that he did on SNL, first of all, it was very funny, it was very, you know, he was a very tight, only 10 minutes long, and it was very, like, we needed to hear from somebody, Yeah, you know? And that was a time when I, when people, this is just, oh, back in 2016 where things were simpler and we just had to worry about Donald Trump. But, <laughs> you know, and like now all these sorts of horrible things have happened yeah. and um, we're at the stage and he's, you know, uh, for people who haven't seen it, Dave Chappelle himself says that like, hey, I didn't put anything out for, I, mean, I didn't say anything because I, I didn't need to say anything, right? The, the, I was just here to listen and just to ride along and other people were talking, the streets were talking, which was great. I thought that was perfect you know, I never, I still, you know, I, I don't think we need to hear from many celebrities. And I think for him, he just was just kind of getting something out. He wasn't trying to like hijack the conversation. He was just kind of like talking through it. So like as a comedian, it was interesting to hear his process because he's like crafting his thing. He's got his joke book. He's like hanging out on stage with his, you know, Rick Owens outfit. And it, it was like, it was cool from that angle as a comedian to kind of, for me to see like his process, but it was also, I don't want to say cathartic, but it was like, it was um, another voice you want to hear, uh, you know, everything that's going on. And I think that's the way, you know, comedy is going to have to kind of adapt in that way, you know? And I think, you know, uh, today we wanted to talk about like how comedy is kind of evolving, you know, obviously it's evolved with the coronavirus thing. Like, you know, you and I have talked about a lot about this, where we've got all these jokes now, about the virus and we have all these things but we haven't been on stage in three months or yeah. so and yeah. without going on stage we don't know if these jokes are real and they're For, not, like
0: they're not real <laughs>
1: they're not real you know they're not proven right like no, i yeah. you know you do jokes on the zoom show you get some laughs even if people are laughing and it's like going great you just you don't really know yeah until you've tried it out in person yep in, in, a, a bunch of times On stage And a bunch of different scenarios Yeah Because that's really Where you can tell Yeah So like We're all kind of like Figuring it out You know And to your point We're all like Trying to like we're, I'm not that excited I mean I miss stand up a lot But like I, I kind of don't want to do This halfway Zoom parking lot sh- Like <laughs> Hand job show You know Like You, you know, want, you like, want oh, the real sex I want the real thing I Don't just Don't give me the dry rub over the
0: pants yeah, you know? yeah yeah yeah
1: I want the real thing yeah, you know our, so our, that's
0: that's me man I don't know <laughs> our dicks are out for comedy that's what it is but uh so today with our guest we kind of wanted to talk about that you know because yes we had to change our comedy to Corona but now so much shit is happening we have to change our comedy again to make sure it's appropriate for the new world so uh I'm so excited to talk to our guest yeah. today We've, I've been wanting to get him on for a long time uh he, he was visiting me yeah, for a little bit but it didn't work out And but now everything's on Zoom so we can get him no matter where he is he's a comedian <laughs> based in LA and uh, he's currently on Joe Coy's Joe Coy's new Netflix special called In His Element so definitely check it out just dropped yesterday uh, which coincided with Filipino uh, Independence Day which I didn't know that so we can uh, that's kind of fun did you guys know that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know I think that's why they did it that makes sense right?
1: Oh that, that would, you would be amazing if they didn't know that and they're like hey did you know that? <laughs> we should be on
2: there more I but, know um, yeah, give it up right now for Andrew Arulfo. Yeah. Hey. What's up, everybody? What's, What's up? Wow, I'm so What's happy up? to. I've Had... been wanting to be on this forever, but I didn't know if y'all liked me for the no, longest no. time.
1: <laughs> oh God. <laughs> We've. Uh, I, I so, feel
2: like you see you and I. Yeah, go ahead. I, well, so I remember, I've, I dude, I've been wanting to be on this pod for like ever since I like met you all since I I knew you started doing this, and then I remember. The uh mike and i were texting because you were in the bay doing shows and then we were just like talking for a little bit and you're like oh we got to have you on the pod and then like you didn't you didn't see it but i was like i teared up i was like oh hell yeah this is <laughs> yes i didn't even, I, I to, I you're, didn't even you're always so. The- i didn't even i was like yes. of
1: course dude i mean you know like i think it would be perfect uh you're like people can see if you're if you you should check out the youtube of of this this is a podcast we put on youtube now too and like you're like you um y- you're like you're just like so fun to listen to obviously your podcast your your comedy is very fun and then you're very fun to look at
0: and you're just a very fun <laughs>
1: to look at person you know yeah. cuz like you and i i feel like we're um you know we're similar we, we, dude. i think we're we very similar Drew, uh, yeah, we're very similar. We met through David Nguyen, uh, I mm-hmm. think, and you know he's also a Bay Area comic. And you know, uh, you, you know, you've got the you've got you're, you've, you've got the glasses. You're wearing a hoodie even though it's L.A. It's probably 85. <laughs> um, and you got the hoodie on. You got the top knot. You got the you know that's like your thing. You're like the top knot man bun guy of comedy for a long time. That was your thing. Um, <laughs> I love it, man. Still I love is. it. I'm so glad you're here. So this is cool. Thank so you, what yeah, is the, uh,
0: so you're, you're in LA right now, right? Yeah. What's sucks. the vibe like over there in terms of like comedy, like our shows popping up again? Cause in New York we just had, I think Jay, big Jay Okerson and Michael Che put on like a parking right. lot show and it was kind of a big deal. I just also mm. read a New York times article about the first open mic, like an invite only open mic that happened that's of up New York. Like people are fucking writing about open mics now. It's fucking crazy. But Damn. what's sort of the, what's the vibe over there, man?
2: Yeah, imagine not getting let into an open mic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That was awesome. <laughs> hey, yeah, are you, you on are the, the list? On Excuse l- me. <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah, I, I, L.A. is pretty much shut down. I just moved here, so it. it I haven't really been doing. I felt like I, I was getting like a, a little bit of a momentum and like learning about the city, and then the virus hit, so that all went away, and <laughs> I've just been, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No shows. I, at least I don't know of any shows that are happening. Um, I know there was like a lot of underground shows like during during this. Ooh. And like people were real upset about it. People were real upset. Um, really? Yeah. Well, I, I don't really know much about it other than like someone opened up like a room. Like hmm. like peak right. pa- peak pandemic. Like peak. And they were getting... <laughs> They're getting a lot of shit for it because they were, like, doing the... Do you all do online sign-ups in New York? Yes. Well, sometimes. It depends, but like, yeah. Like that slotted thing? Have you... Have you all mm-hmm. do... Yeah, yeah. You all yeah. Have... I've heard about that. Yeah, they do. It, a lot of that is down here. And uh, people were just, like, so funny. I got sent the link and people were signing up as, like, just instead of names, they just, like, trash the person who's running it. <laughs> they'd be, like... <laughs> Like number one spot goes to this guy's a fucking idiot. Number two spot, this guy should be fucking canceled. <laughs> Wait, this was this an was open mic. It wasn't even a show. No, it was an open mic. Yeah, it was an oh, open mic. Oh
0: God, God! Imagine dying over open mic. Jesus, yeah. can you imagine?
1: Jesus. Yeah. What a yeah. Because like everybody always talks about super spreader events. Those, that's really how it, like, a lot of these things kicked off. Like in New York, one of the big ones was like a bunch of rich people. Before they all scattered to their various private islands, mm-hmm. they all had a big party. Mm-hmm. And like I think one person or two people had the virus and they spread it to 40 people. And they, those people then went to all these different places all over New York City, the United States and the world and spread it there. Yeah. But at least they're rich, you know what I'm saying? At least they're like, hey, yeah. this was a this was a sweet party, you know what I'm saying? It yeah. wasn't just like, oh, well, you know, I mean, uh, we was working on this uh, joke I have about Tinder, and yeah. it didn't work, but uh, hey, you know, I spread coronavirus to uh, all of Southern California, so that, <laughs> we, that was worth it.
2: Yeah, God. And, um, um, and they're probably like, hey, and asymptomatic, we're chilling, you know?
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> uh, man um yeah andrew was like uh so so glad you're here so so uh you know like i feel uh, i want to definitely talk about um this you know J- joe Koi's sort of special and it's very it's a different special uh but i wanted to talk about that um in a, in in a minute too about just like you know let's i mean i just want to know quickly just about you like how just let's just run through it very quickly. Like, when did you start doing
2: comedy? You know, how did you mm-hmm. get into this uh, into this gig? And uh, you're from the Bay, right? Yep. I was born and raised in the Bay Area. Uh, born in Oakland, and I spent a lot of time in like Concord, California. No one knows where that is, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it, I feel like my story wasn't even that interesting. I, I used to work at this like skate shop, and then uh, oh yeah, my the manager of the skate shop. He was a comedian. Like he was like a, a part... Oh like an open micer, I guess and like he had just moved here from San Diego and he was like I'm gonna go do this open mic you want to do it with me and I was like I, I mean sure and then the whole, <laughs> the whole the whole team the whole skate like like uh the whole the whole team at the skate shop was like I'll do it so uh Google <laughs> like six of us went we all met up before we like wrote with each other and then like we went to this just open mic in uh, in the East Bay called Tommy T's, and we all uh-huh. we we and uh, we all did it, and uh, I kept going, and everybody else quit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I just like went that one time, and then I, I was like, this is fun, and then I went the second, and I didn't I didn't know if I did bad or not. I'm pretty sure I did bad, whatever, but I went the next week. And I bombed so hard that I didn't come back for like six months. And then I, I there you go. go. I started up again.
1: (laughs) You know, I want, we wanted to have you on. Like we're obviously like still like talking about everything that's going on. And it's weird to say like everything going on because this isn't, this, this is like not the same as it was before. If, and let me explain, like, you know, black lives matter has been around for a while. You know, obviously all the stuff about with race and everything has been going on since the beginning of the fucking country. Um, but um you know, this uh everything that sort of kicked off uh in the last couple of weeks, I feel is it feels different. Feels I don't know different. if that feels for you. Fumi. do you do you feel is it to feel different for
0: you? Yeah, I mean I I was legit thinking about this and like Obviously, like you said, like, Trayvon Martin, that should have happened in 2016. People are equally Mm -hmm. as upset. I don't know if it's because of corona and, like, we've just had time, like, a lot more time to ourselves than before. I think, yeah. I think that's definitely part of it. Like, time to, like, read and and be Mm -hmm. really impacted by some of the social media stuff that's happening and, like, watching these videos. Because, I mean, this is the sad truth. Like, if life had just gone on without coronavirus and this happened, like... I don't know. I mean, how many people would have been like, I'm too busy to watch this video, you know? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. that's
2: true. No, I feel you. This is, for me, this has been, I've had out of, because this has happened like a lot, you know? We've had protests forever since I've been, you know, since since I've been alive. And this is a, this time I felt the most guilty out of every single one that's happened. And I think it's just because the lack of information I've had, like, throughout my life like i I, there's stuff i'm just learning about now that i've been should have learned about you know and it's i agree i feel like i think there's a couple things i think obviously there's a
1: coronavirus that makes everybody be at home and we have we're online more and we some people you know who are able to can go and protest i think there's i think also it's uh donald trump who kind of like like it just kind of like forced everybody to be like, oh, shit, this is some real shit. Like, we -hmm. have to all kind of, you know, be uh, more politically aware. I think more people have become political in the last couple of years. And then also Me Too Mm. also because that was one of those things where it showed people that you can be – you can kind of force some accountability. You know, it it didn't – you know, it it took forever for uh, Harvey Weinstein to – be uh indicted and to actually face charges but like it was like one small thing and because i feel before like people would get canceled or something like that canceled and then nothing and they would, they would either come back or nothing or they wouldn't even really be canceled but now you know you see uh we, we saw like uh recently like uh the guy who runs crossfit who like started crossfit do you, did you guys hear about yeah this like the guy who started crossfit And I remember when CrossFit started, this was like a long time ago. I was still in college when CrossFit started. And when CrossFit first started, it was um, an exercise thing, but it leaned really right wing, which was very strange because you would mm. be sitting there on this website learning about like oh yeah we're all gonna do okay so it's 50 crunches and 50 push-ups and then we're gonna carry our guns into like you know like the gym and i was, and I was like what what is this like it, it, it like made no sense like it, it would just be like you know like yeah like exercise it and then we'd talk about like we have to fight for our rights because of and i would just be like this is so confusing but that's always been kind of like in the background oh. and not to say like that's a weird thing but now like this crossfit guy he had to like step down because he said like this incredibly stupid joke on Twitter. And like, it just feels like, you know, all these things are kind of like happening. And I think people are like, we're like, we
2: all kind of like woke up a little bit and Mm kind of figured it out. I don't know. You know? So, so with, with that CrossFit guy and then that yoga dude, the hot yoga guy that, yes. Yes. So what does this teach us? That exercise is dangerous. Don't do it. (laughs) Don't don't exercise. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, something bad's gonna happen <laughs> Yeah, it, 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 it is
0: interesting how it's like Kind of transcended from just this police reform thing To like exposing now, I'm not even gonna use the word exposing Because these people are coming out on their own Like fucking They really are Right? So it's become it's It's gone from like Hey, let's like try to, you know, end police brutality to like, Hey, I've been racist for 25 years and I want everyone to know about it. You know, it's been like a very strange shift on the internet.
1: You're right. Because like none of these things is like something where we, it's just, it was, it's been out there. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like I think with me too, it's like one of those things where everybody, you know how we used to say stuff like, Oh, you know, boys will be boys. Or like, Oh, you know how the casting couch is right. That's like a joke. It's like the casting couch is a joke, but everybody kind of went along with it until somebody, until we stopped going along with it. And it, yeah, it's always been there. And we just kind of like covered it up or, or, or made jokes about it. Like, I think Fumi, mm-hmm. you were saying once like how, um, you know, like people think, you know, like Dave Chappelle, he'll make, you know, this is you know, way back in the, in the 90s. He'd make, he makes jokes, jokes about like, uh, taxis never stop for black people right? Ha 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 ha. And everybody laughs and we're all laughing ha 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 ha, ha, right? That's that's funny. But then, if you think about it, that is the truth and that is what happened to him. Mm -hmm. But we all just kind of went along with it, right? Like, we're all like, yeah, "Yeah, you know how it is,
2: right? Yeah.
0: I I don't know if you were involved in this, Andrew, but like, you know, a lot of people have been weird about releasing content and stuff like in this time like we also mm-hmm. have been kind of weird about doing our hack city comedy show which you've done we we have been donating mm-hmm. and stuff trying, trying to do the right thing uh mm-hmm. do, do you know like because i want to kind of talk about your show on joke uh on netflix that is it's, it's very funny and obviously it was filmed way before all this stuff mm-hmm. um but like I, I don't i don't know like were, were you did you hear anything about from the netflix team about like hey should we like not release this right now was this like kind of weird or did like i, I don't know if, if you know anything about that
2: uh, I had I, they didn't even tell I did had no idea what was going on with that I didn't even know it was going to be released until like a few weeks prior and I didn't see mm-hmm. anything no, wow. from it and I honestly I don't know if you saw but I wasn't in a lot of the I didn't even like I wasn't in a lot of the like pictures and stuff so I was like I don't know what's going on I have no idea I know it, it was on purpose to have it on the philippine independence day i know that was a thing um <laughs> what what were you asking though <laughs> like did no, want to ask though know, because or?
0: well because i i bring this up because a lot of corporations are like trying to like do the right thing right now i know comedy central mm-hmm. is like we're not releasing anything in these times in solidarity blah mm-hmm. blah now i'm not saying that that's like the right thing that's just how they chose to do it i, I mm-hmm. just i didn't know if netflix had a plan or something like that i I realized right. it's like I, I realized you're not the guy being like i want to release it right now this week this is the time <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: well i think like it's i think it has to be one of those things because like uh you know some people are not releasing st- it doesn't make sense to for like for let's write a sketch right now i feel that's why that's one thing and yeah. then it's a different thing if you've sort of like recorded a bunch of stuff and you have to like kind of release things um you know uh you know a movie or whatever mm-hmm. and i wonder too because um i think the, the question for me is like how are people going to go forward because you know there's stuff has to is going to keep coming out it has to keep coming out mm-hmm. and is it now is like well do we all have to have different jokes you know like i mean before this back back when we were just dealing with um You know coronavirus i don't know what even that means like when we were doing that like we were all wondering if all of our jokes have to be coronavirus jokes now right or maybe after coronavirus none of our jokes can be about coronavirus you know like let's say if everything opened up will people want to hear about stuff like that Mm. so it's like now more than ever it's like you know you have to rethink about how your jokes are going to work in this context you know have you been chabbing and obviously we're kind of stuck in the zoom era right now like have you Mm -hmm. what do you think about like how are we going to write jokes in you know uh in the in the next couple of months or weeks or
2: years yeah you know like where do you think it's gonna go well for me me personally i i don't really write too much of like Going leaning anyway anyway you know what I'm saying like it, it's most like I don't I'm not I try not to be that divisive in my stand-up mm-hmm. that's just not because like I don't want to pick a side it's just because like I am I am the one of the dumbest people in the world like I don't know facts <laughs> I don't yep same all, all my opinions are probably wrong you know what I mean they're not or just like they don't make sense at least um which I'm trying to be better about I'm trying to be more you know just trying to learn more, but um for me I think it's just like we're we're just gonna have to see what happens. We're gonna have to uh see the trends and we're just gonna have to adapt. That's that's our whole job. We we literally adapt to our surroundings. So I think that's just what yeah, we i mean to do.
0: You I you have we had a, we had you on our show the other day and your opener was like a toilet paper prop joke. You know you but you're yeah. adapting baby. Yeah <laughs> and, I, and I and I know and I know,
2: and I know I'm not gonna be able to do that later but it's like yeah this works for this so I'm just gonna continue for this and if I wrote that I can write something else later you know it's gonna yeah I think yeah
0: the zoom shows I've done it's like there's two two pathways one person who just writes all new corona shit right and there's the other person who does not write any new shit and just changes the setup to make make it make sense for corona just Mm -hmm. a little bit so Mm -hmm. instead of saying like I was with my friend friend at a bar they'll just be like, I was FaceTiming with my mom or something, you know, just to like, uh, so that's like, but you know, it seems to be working. I think Mm -hmm. to Mike's point, not everybody wants to hear about Corona all the time, especially now. I mean, I don't know, it's just been like going on for so fucking long. So like, I think, I mean, can you imagine coming out of this and you did a 20 minute sentence all about Corona? Like I, Mm -hmm. you know, I think some people just miss like a good old, Hey, can you just hump the stool for a second? Like for for, for, yeah. for the stuff. Like I missed that. Gotta you gotta know, miss that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like like the so,
2: like the opener I did on your show, I like pulled out like a roll of toilet paper. Like I I can't yeah. do that live, but I will I will be a prop comic when we come back. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Just when kidding. when you did that uh, toilet paper uh,
1: prop joke, I, I was I was literally Texting with Fumi And I was like I was like We need to become Prop comics yeah. And this is like The way This is the way It's gonna be um, I hey. do wanna talk to you About the The the, the special That you have um, So Joe Koi It's a uh, It's a Netflix special It's called In His Element And it's different Cause it's not just uh, You know Joe Koi Very popular ha- Has a bunch of specials But he put out um, It's kinda like It's like a A variety show Really Where he mm-hmm. Showcases different kinds Of like Filipino, a Filipino-American talent. It's, um, you know, uh, just like just to get started, how did you meet Joe Coy? Like, how did you meet him, and how did you kind of get involved in this project? Uh,
2: this was kind of wild. So I was doing an all-Filipino show in LA when I st- I was still living in the Bay. I drove up for the show, and then uh, right before I got on stage, I-, I just see, like, everybody's like, oh, shit, he's here, he's here, he's here. And then I look oh, over... This is like literally right before I'm about to walk on stage and I see, uh, Joe Coy and then Andrew and Andrew Lopez in, uh, oh, just, wow. they, they just came just randomly cause they heard there was a Filipino show. So I, I do a set there <laughs> and then I, I do, I, I guess I do fairly well to where, uh, at the end of the night, Joe comes up to me and was like, Hey dude, you're funny. Can you open up for me? Uh, this was on a Friday and then he was like, Hey, can you open up for me on Tuesday? in uh Whoa in whatever Redondo Beach at uh Comedy Magic. And I was still wow. living, I, I was leaving the next day. So shit. Yeah, I was leaving the next day. So I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. And then <laughs> and then uh I drove back home and then I went to work on Monday. I know the show was on a Saturday. I drove back home Sunday, went to work on Monday. Um Tuesday morning, went to work, got left early, drove to LA, did the wow. show open for him, did five minutes, and then uh, drove after the show drove back home immediately back to
1: the bay. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And then that, so, and the, for people who don't know, I like that drive is like, so six hours or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, like it's that. like
2: five, five and a half, six, depending on traffic. Oh and my stuff God. Like that. Yeah, so I drove up to so the drove, show. So you drove? Yeah. 10, yeah. 10 hours, 10 plus hours of driving for just uh for five, do do five minutes, minutes, five, minutes. 5 minutes What if you what if you bombed? <laughs> I, <laughs> that is still still worth it, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um yeah, and then just a couple I didn't after that and a couple months later uh he he hit me up and he's like, "Hey, I want you to be a part of this project." I was like, "Hell yeah, let's let's go. Let's do this." I was so worried about my set uh translating Cause I was doing jokes about like Coachella and EDM and like shit like that. And I was so worried about how that would go over out there. So I was like, yeah, I was like, Joe, like one day, one of the days we were shooting, I was like, yo dude, I need to run this set. Like, can I, can I go to an open mic? Like, can we like, can I, he's like, yeah, let's go. He came to, wow. We, I went on Facebook. I hit up anyone like just randomly that I knew. And I found this open mic in the Philippines. Uh, underground kind of like, kinda like Whoa. very like underground of a bar and it was like it, it was like this little ass room with like a like a tiny bar just like that could only that like only one person could fit behind there given like just beers and then like a tiny little cool little room it looked like a a, a room here you know and it was just like mm-hmm. a a crazy little open mic and people saw Joe come in and saw what was kind of happening and then just packed like people oh were, my God, were calling people. And this was at like after a whole day of shooting and it was probably around like nine or ten at like at night. And the, and then when we were driving, the drivers was like, "Nah, we're not doing this. Like this is like sketchy because if we, when we pull up, we were like, OK, up top is like a chicken spot and then like a restaurant and then. You want us to go down these stairs into this place, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah. In America, we do this shit all the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, hey, I'm a, I'm a comedian. Open mics, open yeah, mics yeah, yeah. are always in a shithole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, he, like, every all production is like, I don't know if we should do this, and we get in there, and then like it's it's packed. People just from people texting, word of mouth, Facebook, social media, whatever. People just get in there. It's probably like a, it, it, the room safely probably seats probably like fifty. There was probably like eighty to ninety people in there. Just oh my god! It, is, Joe Koi,
0: is Joe Coy is Joe a name in the Philippines?
2: Yeah, dude. They gave him when we were out there. They gave him like the equivalent of like the. The star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame or whatever. Oh shit! That, that That's anyway, awesome. That same week, so he shot the special and then he did his soul his show, just like a for him, just like him, not the yep. variety thing. And then the next day, gave him a, a star or whatever. Back to like how Joe's like in the community, like about the community, you know. So we are at this open mic, and the people that went before us, like. There was like these three comics, uh, who were so fucking funny, like hilarious. Really? Like, and then like this one dude was—he uh, goes up. Uh, his name's Re- his name's Red. So so fu- uh, so funny. He he goes up and he's like, okay, well uh, Joe Coy's here, so I'm gonna do my set in English, and <laughs> 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 and he does about. One and a half to two minutes of a set in English and smashes, and then he goes, "Well, that's all the English I know." And then he goes into, <laughs> Tagalog and it was hilarious. And then the the next dude goes up, and he's uh he's Japanese. He's straight up Japanese. He just moved here from Japan, and he he just started to learn Tagalog, and he's doing a set in Tagalog. But he's like do it. He's he does it like super aggressive, like. But he still oh. has like a Japanese like accent in Tagalog, and it was so fucking weird, so funny. And he had like these these weird drawings. He was like a he was like a an Asian Bo Burnham. It was or or Dimitri <laughs> Martin, like an Asian, a mix of Dimitri Martin and like Bo Burnham, and he was so funny. And then the host was really funny. And then at the end, Joe was like. Hey, do you all want to open for me at this the the big show after the taping? And oh then Oh my god, wow. so he, he invited three of the comedians to open for him. And it was that's awesome. So nice, you know.
1: I just uh very quickly too, like it, I was watching it and I was just uh it's a variety show and i was I watching wa- there's like so there's like dancers there's like singers there's like, yeah there's like b-boying there's obviously comedy and, and joe koi sort of emceeing it and i was watching this and i was like this is the most filipino thing i've ever seen and it was it's like brought me back to like uh filipino culture night that was at my
2: school <laughs> oh, you it? know
1: I, I mean i was just like where is the dance with the sticks you know because i was like any second that's going to happen because like it was yeah. just, it felt very filipino like the production
2: of it and everything yeah. like that um i don't know did you ever do anything like that did you, when, when you um know? i don't remember there being like a filipino night but uh i remember i did this one <laughs> i remember uh did you all did y'all when y'all graduated did you have grad night I did have grad night. Like after the ceremony, after you walk, you have like a huge party at a place. So in my area, uh, there was, uh, (laughs) there was this one, the, another school, just like not the school that I went to. They, it was their grad night, the night, the, either the night before or the weekend before that high school. And my cousins and I pull up. And we were just like, because we're still in high school, so we're like, damn, we should we should get in this party, you know, even though we don't go to the school. <laughs> and you, you can only get in there if you're in the school. And then we we see a guy who's just, like, packing up. He's like, we're like, oh, are you leaving? And he's like, yeah. He's like, can we get your, like, pass? And then he's like, is staff pass? And he was like, yeah, sure. So we take it. And oh. then, <laughs> yeah, we take the pass, just the one pass, and we go up to one of the, the just the entrance. We go up to the entrance and we're like, hey, uh, we're from, uh, We were just on America's Best Dance Crew. Uh, We're performing tonight, (laughs) 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 and this was when this was this was I think either the season of or after Jabberwockies. I'd want, (laughs) yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) and. uh, uh, yeah, we, we, they let us, they're like, oh, okay, cool. And they let us in. We just partied with like a, a different school for a night <laughs> until like three in the morning. <laughs> Bro, that's, I,
0: that's, I love that. that's Filipino privilege right there. You can just say you're in the Java walkies
1: <laughs> Just like, you know, it's just, yeah, you could at any second, you know, you you're, uh, you just, just, you, you're, that's your, that's like, if you were a spy, you just like, your, your go-to disguise is B-boy.
0: It's like, <laughs> that's like, always your move.
1: It's like, don't worry, I, I'm a, I'm a dancer. It's okay. Let me, uh, let me in behind <laughs> okay. enemy lines here. The the, um, the, the funny. I feel the, you
2: and I. Yeah, go ahead. Also, the the funny thing was we were so ready to prove it if they were to be like, "Hey, uh, really, can you do it?" <laughs> yeah, because a, a lot of us danced at the time. Like we we did do that kind of not me really, but all my cousins and stuff were like really into that. So. If yeah. they were to, we would have been prepared if they if <laughs> they that's so called us out funny. on it <laughs> you yeah, yeah I feel that you
1: guys actually got a little disappointed that nobody made you do yeah. your dance routine you know what I'm saying it's like we've been rehearsing for weeks bro you know like <laughs> it's now time for everyone's favorite segment it is das, das race, race news, news. <laughs> so today we've got one i wanted to talk about we haven't said that in this, a while we haven't said that in a while <laughs> yeah it felt weird it and th- people love it it
0: felt like when we were just saying it together we couldn't get it right it was like having sex but like we took two years off so we don't how to have sex <laughs> anymore
1: i've never taken two years off so i don't know but uh okay so it's um it's no, I, I don't know. Okay, so this one comes from. And this is something that's been, you know, we've been talking about how this, you know, this 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 time feels different. Everything feels, you know, kind of changing. Obviously, there's a lot of reasons for that. But one of the examples is with Bon Appétit. So the uh, editor of the magazine had to step down because he had some crazy shit like come out, and which is fine. I don't give a shit about that. But recently, Bon Appétit's Sola Al Walweili says only white editors are paid for test kitchen videos Mm. so this is kind of a crazy thing and you know this goes back also to pay you Mm -hmm. know because uh people are talking about how much they get paid and she says that she only gets paid fifty thousand dollars a year and she doesn't get paid for the videos only the white um editors get paid for the videos and you know again they put out a lot of video content now that's sort Mm -hmm. of like the name of the game also i have to we have to kind of acknowledge that like she's really like putting her Livelihood on the line yeah. by doing yeah. this. Do you know what I'm saying? Because like yeah. that's gonna be a real weird uh, Monday check-in after all this has happened.
0: Uh, you st- know what I'm saying? Status call. Yeah, the status <laughs> call is gonna be like, okay,
1: so how's got doing? these Videos coming out. How yeah? How's that? How's everybody's weekend? Okay, yeah. I think Sola came out and
2: just destroyed the entire platform. How, how, how's everybody else doing? <laughs> I do, the weird thing about me is like, how do you when you when you give her her paycheck or whatever her salary how do you how do how does the company justify justify that what did they just say like oh she doesn't do that much stuff or i don't know it, it just seems so wrong <laughs> like I don't, yeah, I don't get it because in the article it says like she did most I, of the work or she did a lot yeah, of, yeah. you know <laughs> so it's like i
1: think that's why it's like important to like everybody should like we should have a thing where you know how we always, uh, if there, I don't know if you guys ever do this, where you talk with your boys and you go, hey, man, you know, what's, how many, how many chicks have you gotten with or how many people have you slept with? And it's like, oh, I got 15 or 10 or whatever the fuck it is. We should do that with a conversation with how much money do you make too, bro? You know, cause like that's really where the conversation should go. Cause I think the more we, the, because I feel like it's taboo to talk about money. And mm-hmm. I've never, I don't think, I've sort of learned that. How your value of something and how much you make don't really correlate, you know. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, 100%. you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. I bet you, you know, like I, you know, Andrew, uh, you know, you, you're very funny and and you're getting all these things, but I, you know, I bet you there broke, are yeah. people who are less. <laughs> Yeah, you're broke, <laughs> <laughs> and there are other people who don't make, who are not as funny as you, not yeah. as like. Uh, how like, are you no. on How
0: are you on Netflix and broke? That's that's
2: America for you, man. That's how, why. How I, are you on uh, Netflix and hanging out with us? You uh, know, uh, like uh, y- I this mean, makes no it, sense. I mean, it does if you've seen my shoes. <laughs> <laughs> those elevens, those elevens. I know that. I just did oh, you. Uh, I
0: had we had like an uh, incident at work. This is like a long time ago when I when I worked uh, at a different agency, but a. Uh, 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 like a female VP f- went to the printer and she found a pay stub of somebody else who worked there who had the exact same position as her, but she was working there way longer and it was like double what she was getting paid. And like yeah. we, we had to have a whole fucking meeting about it, you know, but That's I think it, it is because to Mike's point, it's like, cause it's such a taboo thing to talk about it. People have to find out in these like weird, scary ways, but I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm always asking my friends how much they make, bro. I'm, I'm, yeah, so, I'm nosy as fuck, dude. I'm, alwe- I'm always, I'm always asking, dude.
1: You should be, dude. You should be asking yes. that. You should be asking who's who you fucking and how much money you
2: make. The, yeah, the, you know, the, the real <laughs> the real way to pose that question is how much don't you make? That's a, that's a That's a lot. I feel like that's a lot nicer, you know? It's like you know how you know how you're not supposed to like uh, ask a, a woman how old she is? Yeah. And, but, but what if you flip that and you'd be like, Hey, how young are you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you learned this from your filipino dad this is this is some filipino dad dumbass pickup line shit that's amazing that's
1: amazing i love it yeah, yeah. <laughs> how much don't you weigh
0: Huh? You, you see what i did there <laughs> huh? Huh? how how
1: far away from a million dollars are you, you know, like. uh thank you very much that was our show um and I want to again thank uh, Andrew Orolfo. Uh, please check out uh, on Netflix. Um, it, uh, he, you know, with it, Joe
0: Coy in his elements is what it's called.
1: In his element, that's uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, very funny and it's a really cool. I like, again again kind of like, kinda like uh, feel of what. Um, you know, sort of Filipino American culture is, and and that that whole that whole thing. It's 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 very different uh, comedy uh, approach. So that was really fun. Um, you know, check uh, him out. Where can we find? Where can our fans find you, Andrew?
2: Um, I guess andrewrolfo.com or just IG, Twitter. Everything is at Andrew underscore Rolfo. That's all. Hell, Hell yeah, yeah, dude.
0: And you can always find us on Instagram at Asian, that Asian Pod. I am also on there at the Fumi That's T H E F U M I A B E.
1: And you can find me on Instagram at nicepantsbro.
0: Please come to our live comedy shows that we have every week, every every Friday, eight PM Eastern. It's called Hack City Comedy. Just Google it, or just go to Asian, Asian Pod for tickets. It is free.
1: Yes, um, you know, uh, please uh, subscribe to our Patreon at Patreon uh, at Patreon slash Asian Not Asian Pod. You can get bonus content and all sorts of fun stuff like that. yep. yeah. Uh, yep. I think that's it. I think that's it, uh, man. Yeah, uh yeah. yeah, once again thank you very much, Andrew. Uh thank you know, you. go stay out there, stay safe. Uh ask people how much money <laughs> they don't make. They <laughs> <laughs> don't make.
0: Yes. <laughs> don't make. Uh
1: and uh yeah, all right. Bye. Bye
0: bye.